This is the Trinitonian Podcast, your source for a weekly roundup of Trinity University news. I'm Dominic Anthony. You can find more independent journalism and in-depth content at our website, trinitonian.com. In the fall semester of 2017, Trinity University Police Department transported 20 students to the Detox Center. The number of transportations is down to three so far this semester, but views differ on the underlying cause of the decrease. The Trinitonian's Jolie Francis reports on a possible correlation between a new Greek life initiative and the reduced number of detox center transportations. The Red Zone initiative is intended to prevent first years from attending off-campus Greek life parties. Members of the student involvement staff connect the seemingly low detox center transportations to the impacts of the Red Zone initiative, but not all agree. So far this semester, three people have been transported to the detox center. At the end of the last fall semester, the number was eight. In fall of 2017, it was 20. Jamie Thompson, Director of Student Involvement, sees a connection between that data and the Red Zone Initiative. It's, this isn't research, so it's hard to, to determine causation, but I think there's certainly a correlation, right? That um, a concerted effort on behalf of a student population who's typically hosting events um, with alcohol, that they decided to make a really significant change in their culture has then, and then we see that there are fewer um, fewer students going to detox. Paul Chapa, chief of TUPD, is more skeptical. It, it, it varies year to year, semester to semester, so it's really hard to identify what that threshold would be. Chapa thinks the detox number isn't telling the whole story. So mm-hmm. though we may not have a detox number, we may have had a student transported to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. Okay. Um, so there's there's a number of different variances on, on I believe, what you're trying to identify. Uh, rather than just detox, it could, it could be a trip to the hospital. Either way, Thompson believes fraternities have taken steps towards addressing issues and improving parties. They're still, they still need to, they, they still and they are being vigilant around the spin guidelines um, and, and being safe hosts, so... Yeah, I would say early results are that, you know, if when next fall comes around or summer, late summer, um, I hope that the fraternity community will put their heads together again and talk about um, talk about the data, talk about what it was like um, and, and hopefully um, revisit this um, this process because I think it's been a good one. The Red Zone is a Greek life initiative, so it's up to them to decide if they will continue this ban at the start of every fall semester. And this semester isn't over. The number of detox tank transportations could rise by December. Jolie Francis, Trinitonian News. Trinity University is classified as a master's college and university by the Carnegie classifications of institutions of higher education. This determines categories for the U.S. News and World Report college and university rankings. The Trinitonian's Gabriela Garriga reports that Trinity might petition to move categories. Last year, Trinity's 26-year streak as number one in the West was taken over by Santa Clara University. This year, Santa Clara University was moved into Doctoral and Professional Universities category by Carnegie. Because of this, the school is no longer in the same category as Trinity. So what happened this year was that Carnegie created a new classification of colleges. um, And and that, consequently, that pulled a lot of our competition out of our regional master's universities category, Mm -hmm. Santa Clara, Loyola Marymount, Gonzaga, to name a few. 
Eric Malouf, Vice President for Enrollment Management. In many ways now we are, we are uh, surrounded by schools uh, that don't necessarily look like us. Um, uh, you know, in many ways, broadly defined, they just yeah. don't look like us. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that um, begs the question, should we, if, if, if we are able to petition into the national liberal arts category, um, if that is an option, I, I think we owe it to ourselves to find that out. To be classified as a National Liberal Arts School, Trinity will need to petition Carnegie. Kara Larkin-Skinner, Executive Director for Institutional Research and Effectiveness, explains the process. Schools like us can petition Carnegie because we do only have a small number of master's degree um, students and because they're in the predominantly educational space, mm -hmm. um, we're able to, we would be able to petition Carnegie to um, reclassify as an undergraduate predominantly undergraduate institution, and then we could and would be ranked in the national liberal arts category. Although conversations are in the works, Tess Cody Anders, Vice President for Strategic Communications and Marketing, says the change should happen sooner rather than later. I will say this, I think it needs to be sooner, not later, in my opinion. And it's, it's not a, um, I don't think we're talking about a, you know, a generation of students from now. I think we're talking about um, in, in the foreseeable future. At least that's what I hope. The timeline for the petition and the decision process is still unknown. Gabriela Griga, Trantonian News. Bryce Turner is the music department's third percussion instructor in three years. The Trinitonian's Austin Davidson reports on Turner and the reasons for the recent turnover. Turner was fresh out of graduate school, Baylor University, when he heard about an open adjunct percussion instructor position at Trinity. It's actually what I was looking for because of uh, being straight out of grad school from the spring. I was hoping to find some sort of adjunct position somewhere at some university and this seemed like a perfect opportunity. Turner has had a passion for teaching. He wanted to do it right out of grad school. I just knew that I wanted to go teach at the college level and, um, and you know, make enough money, hopefully teaching percussion, um, um, just to make a living off of and it all came together pretty nicely, I would say. When not here on campus, Turner teaches in the New Braunfels area where he works at New Braunfels High School and a middle school and teaches private lessons. Turner replaced Sarah Garten. According to music professor James Warman, Garten was recommended by the previous instructor who left to spend more time with family. But after two semesters, she took a job as a full-time performer in New York City. And she you know, did her grad work at Eastman, so she already had connections in the city. She wanted to be a performer, had this opportunity to move, live in Brooklyn and uh, sub. And so regretted, you know, sort of with regrets, she resigned the position because she can't commute from New York City to here. Warman and music department chair David Heller were looking for someone who wanted to teach and excelled in their field. So it's finding the right mix between someone who's really fine at what they do and they're able to teach and work with undergraduates. In this context of a liberal arts school, we're not a conservatory. Heller also notes that a smaller liberal arts school adjunct positions in music departments are common. Well, yeah, they have huge music education programs. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have a huge music education program here. So a lot of times schools like us, Incarnate Word, St. Mary's, we rely on people who are like in the symphony. Mm -hmm. A number of our applied 
part-time faculty all they play in the symphony or they do something like that they do something else professionally Okay. And then we hire them in to cover what we can't cover in the full-time faculty. Warman puts it a different way. The arts are woefully neglected mm -hmm. at Trinity. And so, you know, we, we have to work really hard to get our information out. The Percussion Ensemble performs its first concert under Turner's direction at the Ruth Taylor Recital Hall on November 19th. Austin Davidson, Trinitonian Arts. A water heating pipe broke in August, affecting access to hot water in Prassel, Leitner, Thomas, Isabel, Myrtle, and Susanna dorms. The Trinitonian's Gabriela Guriga has more. Because of the inaccessible position of the pipe, placed 20 feet underground, facility services will not be able to repair it. It's just unfortunate that this one's too deep for us to reach and repair. According to Jim Baker, Senior Director for Facility Services, heating pipes need to expand and contract as hot water flows through it. In that limestone, which is just solid rock that deep, the contraction and expansion of the hot water pipe they just wouldn't allow it to give and take, so it, um, it sheared pipe. To temporarily fix this problem, Facility Services has placed a hot water boiler behind the Bell Center. It is supplying hot water to all the affected dorms. In the coming weeks, Facility Services will run four new pipes, two for hot water and two for cold water, from the Bell Center to the construction pit by Murchison. When these pipes are installed, the boiler will be removed and the water will be redirected to the new pipes. Baker does not anticipate this problem again because facility services will be using plastic pipes. In the last two years, somebody's developed a plastic pipe that will take the heat. Um, it won't melt, basically. You know, plastic gets hot and soft and then melts. Mm -hmm. But it will take the, the rated temperatures that we're using. And then I don't have any corrosion problems with the pipe once um. it's buried because it's all plastic. Facility services does not anticipate any disruptions or water outages during the construction. Gabriela Griga, Trinitonian News. For the sake of students who do not have a car, Trinity wants to keep the Zipcar company on campus. The Trinitonian's Gabriela Gariga has more. Zipcar is a car sharing program that enables people to rent a car at an hourly rate. At Trinity, there are two Zipcars on campus. There is an initial fee to become a member. Zipcar is giving $35 of driving credits to members of SGA and residential assistants. David Tuttle, Dean of Students, feels that Zipcar offers a valuable service to students. When they first came on to campus, it was kind of me that they went through, and I thought this would be a good service for our students, especially out-of-state and international students and, you know, students without vehicles. Tuttle has been in communication with Zipcar about car usage on campus. I talked to the Zipcar rep last year, and, you know, the um, our, our usage of the cars on campus is we're underperforming based on what we should do in order to maintain the program. Zipcar will stay on campus as long as the company feels there is a viable demand. But if they don't have usage, they'll pull the cars. And so they're trying to give us a tool to say, here's one way to promote this. Trinity does not pay for Zipcar to be on campus. Zipcar is not contracted and will remain on campus only as long as there is demand for their rental services. Gabriella Griga, Trinitonian News. The Trinitonian podcast is edited by Kendra Derrick and Kathleen Creedon and produced by me, Dominic Anthony. To catch up on the latest news, visit trinitonian.com.